Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by WealthBuildingMadeSimple.us. Today, Philip talks about how do I get out of this living paycheck to paycheck cycle. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple, uh, brought to you by WealthBuildingMadeSimple.us, the new newsletter where we drop our daily perspectives on what's going on in the world. We uh, have live teaching sessions. Uh, we have a spot where you can ask me any question you have about what's going on about money, and we'll give a educational response. Um, yeah, just. Tons of deep resources uh, available to readers for 25 bucks a month, 200 bucks a year. Today, we are talking about um, how to get a living paycheck to paycheck cycle, uh, which is which this cycle, like the last Monday episode, has no uh, restriction around income, right? There's people making $100,000 a year living paycheck to paycheck and people living a million dollars a year living living paycheck to paycheck and 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 I want to even kind of define it clearly because right people might say well I mean uh uh you know living living paycheck to paycheck isn't everybody who's not financially independent you know living paycheck to paycheck and you could technically say even those people that uh that have investments if investments are not guaranteed right isn't that kind of living paycheck to paycheck uh, and so, like, the answer is yes and yes, right? I Just like everything, I think living paycheck to paycheck is way more of a mindset uh, than anything. I think living paycheck to paycheck is the feeling of feeling insecure, right? Feeling like you never have enough. Feeling unsatisfied. Here's the word again. Feeling unsatisfied. Um with where you are, or a better way to say it is the, the opposite side of not being satisfied is not feeling like you have enough, not feeling abundant, right? Not feeling wealthy because wealthy is having abundance and more than what you than what you need. And so, the 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 best way to break the cycle of living paycheck to paycheck is to first own and appreciate like what you have. And, and filling yourself into satisfaction for the day, right? But I'm going to go further because we talked about that on the last podcast episode. But that's that's everything. But I want to give like a an example. Um, so um, let's let's say we're talking to somebody and they're working a job that they don't like. So that's one point of frustration. And they're not really getting paid that much for it. That's another point of frustration. And then they have a bunch of, you know, their kids want all these things that, you know, their friends' parents can buy, but they can't buy. Another point of frustration. And then their their spouse, you know, wants to keep up 
appearances with everybody else and not look like they are uh, struggling financial, financially. Another, another point of frustration. And so all those points of frustration add up to make you feel like, you know, you're, you are just surviving, right? Just paycheck to paycheck. And so uh, that's why once you get the feeling right and you're able to be, you know, going back to the job, I try to look at whatever you're doing, finding finding some aspect of something positive in it to focus on, um, be, be, because because you, you you can't run from unhappiness. So 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 a lot of people say, oh, "I'm in," you know, cause I'm, I'm I'm attack each part one by one. So so uh, if you have a job and you go, "Oh, I hate my job," right? Well, try to find something about your job that you like. Right, just just one aspect of your job that you like, because what it appears to it appears that the job is the problem, but really the problem is your mindset. Because if you left the job and went somewhere else, you're gonna take yourself with you, and you're gonna have the same problems in a new job. Right? Have you ever met somebody where they everywhere they go they end up expressing the same thing? Like they they don't get along with people at this job, they go over here. They don't get along with people at this job. Right? It's because you you take yourself with you, and so. Before I'm not, and I'm not saying like the job that you're in is the one you're going to ultimately be in, but I'm saying like before you even try to effort your way into another job, first like find satisfaction where you are because that's going to open up your mind uh, to opportunities that feel like satisfaction. Because if you're dissatisfied, you're going to go from dissatisfied to situation or a dissatisfied situation to another dissatisfied situation. So find satisfaction first begin to appreciate what you have and then once things will happen you actually will like realize oh I actually like this I just had a different perspective or you may find other roles in an organization or you may find uh, other opportunities that feel like satisfaction but you're you're not confused emotionally and I'm saying this to say like if if if, if you I was I can't remember if I said on another podcast episode I might have just been talking to somebody but I was watching this 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 show uh, where it was this guy, I think they were like in India or Africa. I feel like they were in India or somewhere uh, in that in that area. And they were like in the wildlife and there was like this lion that the guy was standing next to, like it was not at a zoo, like it was a lion he was standing next to. And he was getting the lion to go somewhere else. But the lion was like literally like right here, like right next to him. Like if, if, for those who are listening, I'm not, it's not even a foot away. And he was like, Telling the lion to go, and the lion kept looking at him. And you could tell the lion wanted to jump on him, but he couldn't jump on him. Um, and the reason being is like animals, just like everything else, humans, uh, they we they communicate in feeling, right? But they don't know the different. Like fear, aggression, any negative emotion feels the same to an animal, uh, and a calm, relaxed, uh, positive emotion feels easing. And so that guy was calm, relaxed, lion couldn't do anything because animals, since they don't speak English, they can't get confused, right? We, 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 we speak languages and things like that, and we can write and read. So we ignore the feeling aspect of how we communicate, but most of communication is feeling. Like most of the time when you do something, you don't know why because a feeling triggers you. And so what I'm saying in this example is um, uh, once you get the feel of how you want your dream job to feel, then 
it's easier to sort through all the options because you're just looking for something that feels like that. Um, so, so, so once you find that, then it opens up opportunities that are going to make you happy. And then once you, and then this is everybody who's wealthy will tell you this. Once you're doing something you love, the money will come, right? Because, because the level of whatever you need to do uh, from an action standpoint um, becomes easier and lighter because you're loving every aspect of what you're doing. And so then it doesn't feel like work. And whenever you're in a position where it doesn't feel like work, I mean, that's when the money starts really rolling in. So then you get that. So then, so then, so you tackle two pieces, right? Then you go to the, uh, you know, kids that one thing that, that you can't buy. And so since you feel good, you realize, oh, the way that I got this was through filling. So, so instead of trying to fill their void with stuff, let me fill their void with emotional intelligence. Right. Let me. It becomes more important to me to teach them to be emotionally intelligent because that's what I've learned provides the stuff, and they can provide the stuff for themselves because they can they can learn to become emotionally intelligent now, and that's going to pay dividends like throughout their entire lifetime. Right? Because you know you're going to get them the stuff whenever it feels like it's time, but you you don't have the need to. Uh, quench their thirst, right, or get them to stop not feeling good uh, with stuff because you've just learned that the stuff doesn't make you, the stuff doesn't do the job anyway. It's only emotional intelligence. So you teach them that, right? And then and then your spouse, um, who you're with, um, you know, the good part about having a spouse is you, you, you learn more from each other just from observation. You don't even have to teach your spouse anything, right? Just, just by the nature of like how you feel, uh, you begin to rub off on each other uh, and they will over time begin to see what's happening and feel the way you feel and then all the need to keep up with the Joneses go away. And 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 that process is how you stop living paycheck to paycheck because then everybody realizes, oh, I can be satisfied and have faith in the future, right? I can be driven and be patient, right? And and again, that that combination of, of feelings, uh, which I know sounds you know, woo woo, but it, um, it is the energy necessary to take what to take the strong action that you that you feel like you need to get where you want to go. But it makes things super clear, right? It's 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 the reason why people miss opportunities is because they're not they can't recognize it because they're not relying on the language that all life communicates through. They're relying on the language of of what I see, what I hear. Uh, la- you know, language, action, and the the, the level of noise you got to process. If that's how you spot opportunities, it's like infinite, right? Because there's tons of words, thoughts, ideas out there that if you can if you can just find it based on the feeling, it narrows down uh, a lot. So uh, it's called intuition, y'all. Hope this helps. Until tomorrow, enjoy your day. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com 
forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.